This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has the world's largest selection of audiobooks, as well as some other spoken word content, such as podcasts, college lectures, and Audible originals. Uh, just to let you know, I do love Audible. I'm always talking about Audible on this podcast. I don't usually go to any other sponsor. I do have a few others, but I know and love and use Audible the most. It really is an amazing platform. I just got my 100th book on this account, which is called Steel Fear. It's a brand new book. book just got released on July 13th, my son's birthday, as it happens to be. That's why I can remember it. And I have interviewed the author on this podcast, or one of the two authors. The The authors are David Webb, a retired Navy SEAL, and John David Mann, who also co-wrote The Go-Giver, and has written now over 30 books and is a New York Times best-selling author. And this is his very first novel. So this novel is really an incredible novel so far. Just to warn you, it is... A novel for adults. There is some language in it since the novel is set on a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier. And well, the sailors on the aircraft, well, swear like sailors. What do you expect? But it's not over the top. And it's actually has leadership lessons built into the novel. It's a thriller. It's very interesting. I just started listening to it. I don't know who did it. I don't know what's going on yet. And they're really doing a great job making you guess and try to figure out what's going on. So I highly recommend it. If you want to go get a free copy of this book, you can go over to audible.com forward slash bootstrap with capital B. Sign up for the free trial. You get a 30-day free trial. You get one audiobook. You get two Audible Originals and access to a lot more content on there for the full 30 days. You can cancel at any time. After that, it's only $14.99 a month. It is an amazing service. Again, like I said, I just got 100 books. I've got probably another 15 books on my wife's old account that we had as a shared account years ago. And it's just an amazing way to learn. I do highly, highly recommend it. And of course, if you use the link, use the code uh, audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. It does help us out. So thank you for checking that out. Anyway, let's get into this. So today I'm going to be talking a little bit about leadership. A little bit. There, I've talked about leadership before. But I was inspired by the novel to talk about leadership again. 
And this is very kind of important because in the novel, there's something that happens. And warning, there will be a small spoiler about something that happens early on in the book coming up. But what happens here really kind of inspired this podcast. And what the kind of the title of this podcast is, what does leadership look like externally? How can you spot a leader? Now, I'm talking about this because of the novel, but I have to pick and choose what I talk about. This is going to be part of a leadership series. I've talked about leadership before. There's a, there's books on leadership. There's courses on leadership. There's months-long courses on leadership. So just scratch the surface. But here's something very important. When you look at a person, how can you tell that they're a leader or not? And what makes a leader? Now, here's where the spoiler comes in. So spoiler warning, if you're going to listen to the book, read the book, which I do highly recommend. It's a great book so far. You might want to wait a few minutes and come back to this. Okay, now, spoiler alert, over. Let's get into it. Beginning of the book, a helicopter is sent with its crew, three-man crew, to go pick up a Navy SEAL to bring him on board the aircraft carrier that they operate from. One of the pilots is a lady, and she's kind of had it with her the other pilot, who is her commanding officer. He was kind of a jerk, to put it mildly, and she's not very happy to go picking up a SEAL. She thinks that a Navy SEAL is going to be the macho man, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Rambo, Sylvester Stallone style type of guy that you see in the movies, who's going to be full of himself and think he's Extra special and extra important because he's a SEAL and he's elite and all this stuff. And when they arrive to pick him up, there's two guys waiting on the platform. And one guy is the picture of a Navy SEAL. She says, I knew you could tell who the Navy SEAL was right away. There was a really, really big guy there holding his bags like they weighed nothing, but they were really heavy. Ripped arms looking like some sort of Hollywood actor, and he was a SEAL, and he's got to be a jerk, but he looks like a lion. And the other guy, he looks like a marsupial. Kind of skinny, kind of short, not exactly what you would expect from a SEAL or anything, so that couldn't be the SEAL. But this big guy, he's going to be a jerk, and I'm going to have to put up with him. They land the helicopter. They said we're here to pick up Flint, Finn, not Flynn, Finn, and the marsupial guy jumps on board the helicopter and they fly away. Turns out the guy that didn't look like a seal was the seal, and the other guy was just some other guy. Again, this is the Isaiah version. The novel's a bit different, but you get the gist, right? And. I only listened to this book so far one time and not all the way through, so I don't remember all the details as sharply. But the point being is, sometimes we can mistake a person as a leader 
based on only external parents when they might be an amazing leader, but you couldn't tell just by looking. See, looks can be deceptive. For example, I can't remember which one. It was either, I think it was Hewlett Packard. Or not Hewlett Packard. Uh, it's a Hewlett or Packard. One of the two guys that founded Hewlett Packard. They lived in a small ran on a small ranch and a small ranch house, even though they had millions and millions of dollars. And one of the guys, all he wanted to do and the way he loved to do was go out and sit on his tractor and work on his farm. He built one of the biggest tech in industries in the world, and he found that farming on his tractor was more important. You'd see a picture of him. The one he liked the best was him on his tractor. Didn't look like a powerful, world-changing businessman. It's a guy on a tractor. Didn't look like it, but he was an amazing leader. You see, leaders don't always come in forms that we look like or that we would expect. And the ones that we expect to be leaders or good leaders don't often live up to our expectations. A person might seem like they're very confident and seem like they can be a good leader, and then they'll be horrible. And then you'll see a person that's shy, and they don't seem like they have a lot of confidence or anything else, and they surprise you with amazing leadership skills and ability. You never know. And you have to watch a person's behavior to understand if they're a leader. And by the way, a title does not make one a leader. A title can make one a boss, but not necessarily a leader. Now, I can say that because I've made that mistake myself, thinking that my title of leader meant that I was able to demand respect from someone who did not give it. This was a very foolish mistake. And we live and learn. There was a guy that I worked with years ago, and I was an assistant manager at the place we were working at. I'm leaving the name, the place off, his name off. Don't want to embarrass him, you know, whatever. Just not saying his name. But this guy did have a bit of an attitude. He had zero respect for me as the assistant manager. He did think he was better than me. He was a better salesman than me. I'll admit it. He was a better salesman. But he had no respect for me. Of course, he didn't have much respect for anyone else. He had some respect for the main manager who could fire him. I had no authority to fire him or write him up or anything else. And he knew that. And so he had zero respect for me. So he had quit because he went off to school or something. And... The day he quit, he did something which, too long to explain, but basically, he tried to steal money from me by messing around with the sales. So he would steal my commission, try to steal my commission. Without my permission, without asking, he tried to take half of my commission away from me on a sale that I did. That was the last day he worked, and then he went off to school. He returned after school to work again, and I demanded his respect, and I kind of cornered him, and I told him in no uncertain words that he had better not ever pull that type of crap again, or else. 
You see, at that point in time, I was not being a leader. I wasn't talking to him. I didn't try to see where he was coming from or any of that. I was trying to demand respect, and I was being a boss. And, yeah, the guy had issues, but I probably could have handled him better and maybe got him turned around and became a friend, got on my side, or at least helped be make him a better person and a better employee. I, I had that ability, but I blew it because I decided I'd be a boss and I wanted the respect because my title gave made me oh gave me a title over him. Bad idea. So yeah, I had a title of leader, but I was failing miserably as a leader in this situation. Now, a year or so later, I was at a same company, different location, and the manager there was not a great leader. And won't go into that too much, but suffice it to say, he cared more about his own glory than and the store's glory than his actual employees, among other things. And I was working for him for not that long, but I was working for him. And I had a couple of guys working with me. And this time, I did it right. I was encouraging them, helping them, training them, and helping them make sales, and trying to just do my best to take care of these two guys. Now, at this point in time, I was no longer a assistant manager with this company because I, too, had left to go try a different job. Didn't work out when I went back to the former company. But when I went back, they didn't have an opening for an assistant manager, so I had to go in as a regular employee. These two other guys looked up to me, and they told me that they would listen to what I had to say because they liked me because I would help them out and take care of them. Now, notice, I didn't have a title leader, but yet I was leading these employees. But when I had a title of leader and was demanding respect and trying to push this thing, it blew up in my face. You see, when I quote-unquote looked like a leader, I had a name tag that said assistant manager. Customers would immediately respect my decision. I'd come out and, you know, trouble customers. I'd come out and like, hey, I'm the assistant manager. I can help you. It went from that to no name tag, no looking like a leader, but that forced me into just being a leader and naturally helping these guys out and they naturally followed me and did what I said, not because I was demanding them to or ordering to them. It was because all I did was take care of them and actually lead by example, help them, look out for them, take care of them. And I had become a better leader at this point. And I still mess up, of course. I'm not human. I'm not human. <laughs> I'm only human, I'm not perfect. As that phrase I just horribly bungled proves. So when you how how do we apply this to you? You want to be a good leader, not necessarily look like a good leader. 
there is a time to look like a good leader. I've talked about that with dressing to impress. There is time to behave like a leader. But you need to be more focused on being a good leader, not looking like a good leader. Now, another example of this, where you're just being a good leader rather than looking like a good leader, this one lady named Donna, I was under her and her husband's leadership. Now, in this, it was a Christian organization, and they had an elders leadership team, the people that were the people that were the the people running the whole 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 deal. They were the one of the highest leaders. They had a team. They were the ones who got together with the director and made the major decisions. And one day they announced that they were going to make this lady, Donna, into an elder. And I was honestly rather surprised that she wasn't already. I kind of thought she was. Because she was fulfilling the role of an elder, being a leader, being a servant leader, very important. And even though she didn't look like a leader in the sense of, oh, look, I've got a title, everything else, you'd walk in and you wouldn't see her like a big leader. You'd look at her kind of like a mom because she wasn't really a big mom for every one of us, which was amazing. But she fulfilled that role and was promoted into that leadership. You see, she worried about being a good leader, not looking like a good leader, and because of that, she got promoted into a position of leadership where she did look more like a leader because she would have the name, the title elder, attached to her. So, again, this is, goes back to pretty much everything else. It's better to be good than look good. Always. And leadership is no exception. You want to look, be a good leader, not look like one. In the book, Good to Great, another one over there on Audible. You can go check it out. Um, they compare different leaders. And one guy that looked like a great leader and wrote books and made news and was headlines was Lee Iacocca. And he the, he did good. He GM did good under his, under his tenure for a while. But then the leadership went to his head and the success went to his head and he promptly destroyed the company because of his own his own glory got to him. And that was just one example I can think of off the top of my head who looked like a great leader. All the newspapers were talking about what a great leader was. Look what he did, look what he did, look what he did, and he turned out to be a horrible leader at the end. And there's been many companies that have had that thing where they get somebody who's a dynamic leader, but they're just not. There's something missing in the good leader thing, being a good leader, and they don't quite ring that bell. They don't quite hit the success they could if they were more worried about being a, being a good leader instead of looking like a good leader. The whole level four, level five leadership thing that they talk about in Good to Great is very hits this subject very very succinctly and much better than I can. But to wrap up, I've given quite a few examples. To wrap up, when you're going into a place where you are working for a person, even if you're working to while you're building up your business, look to see if the look to see who's being a leader. You can be a leader 
and not have a title. Look for the leaders. Those are the people you want to be working with and working for. And if you're running your own business, because, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully you are, right? This is the O'Connor Bootstrap podcast. Then hopefully, as a bootstrapper, you will start working on becoming a good leader and make sure that you are being the type of leader that if you not are if you're not already that you can become a level 5 leader because for you your leadership ability is more important than looking good so as you grow your company as you grow your business try to be the type of leader you would want to work for that's the best way to do it be the type of leader you would like to lead you anyway with that talk to you later bye bye If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www. A T H E O Z dot com or A the Oz dot com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.